This is When a Middle School Student Goes on Strike, Mapping Next Steps by Tim Cavey. I recently came across a challenging problem. A middle school student had decided not to participate in a particular class. This wasn't a case of being unable. One of the student's parents told us that the issue is centered on the subject and the course. They just didn't see the point of learning. From the student, we were hearing explanations related to negative experiences in the classroom. Either way, this learner had made the choice to be completely finished. Still early in my administrative journey, this was a new challenge. Our middle school schedule structure didn't give us many options to pull students from classes, and we certainly can't start offering unsupervised spare blocks to middle schoolers who are so inclined. The student needed to remain in the class, but a student on strike represents a challenging problem for any teacher. The lack of engagement puts an obvious damper on just about any sort of collaborative learning activities the teacher might wish to introduce, and the negative energy has the potential to spread. Something needed to change. How could I support an already committed teacher while also encouraging an unwilling student to get back on track? Creating an agenda for a mediation. I knew that if we were to improve this teacher-student relationship and get learning back on track, this student would need to feel fully heard by the teacher, and the teacher would need to feel heard by the student. A meeting seemed like a logical next step. But I wanted to approach this very carefully. I wanted to think about ways to allow the student to feel heard without creating a slam session against the teacher. And I wanted to allow the teacher to feel heard by the student without them feeling collectively dumped on. So I worked with my principal to craft a professional first, a mediation agenda. The agenda for our mediation session. This is the agenda that I followed as I facilitated an after-school mediation with the teacher and student concerned. Number one, welcome. Number two, preface. Our purpose today is to restore relationship and make sure both parties feel heard and understood by the other. Number three, discussion norms. We're not here to accuse or find blame. This is a problem-solving session. We're working together on this. This is a safe space to express your thoughts clearly and honestly. We will each listen respectfully to the speaker. I will facilitate the conversation. Number four, verbal affirmations of both parties, their value in our community. Five, to the student. Recently, you've expressed an intention to avoid participation in this class. Please share your reasoning for this and any concerns you might have. Speak respectfully but freely. Using iMessages helps, as in, I feel this way, or when this happens, I, etc. Number six, to the teacher, please share your concerns in the same way. Number seven, do either of you have any clarifying questions for the other? Sometimes we understand each other better when we have more information. Number eight, to the student, what would be helpful to you in terms of moving forward and fully participating in this class? Number nine, to the teacher, what would be helpful to you in terms of moving forward and supporting the student's participation in the class? Number 10, to the student, is there anything that you would like to share with the teacher that might help restore this relationship as we move forward? Number 11 was the same question, but to the teacher. Again, is there anything that you would like to share with the student? Now here I will say, inserting a note, that 
Both sides could choose to apologize, but I'm not using the word apology and I'm not coercing or overly leading that outcome. So it's an opportunity to do so, but it's not required. Number 12, to the student, as we seek to move forward in your learning journey, what are you willing to commit to doing on your part to ensure that learning can take place successfully? And then number 13 is the same question to the teacher. What are you willing to commit to doing on your part? Number 14, close with another affirmation of both teacher and student. So just like we did early in the agenda, we want to express how much we appreciate and value each one and what they bring to our community. And number 15, thank both people for attending this mediation session. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. A couple of notes. It's important to note that I shared this agenda with the teacher before our mediation session with the student. We discussed each item carefully and tried to envision positive possibilities together. I know this teacher is deeply thoughtful about their practice and extremely committed to student success. I wanted to make sure that their professionalism was recognized and that they didn't feel ambushed by any of the discussion points. I did not share this outline with the student involved. Could I have? Perhaps. But I also didn't want to allow too much time for rehearsal. I wanted the student's contributions to be as authentic as possible. Final thoughts and a takeaway. No clouds parted and no angels sang when this meeting concluded, but I felt good about the ground covered. Both student and teacher were able to share more information in terms of their perspectives of the events that had led to this meeting, and both parties made fresh commitments to the other regarding the shape of the learning to come. Critically, the student agreed to resume participation in this class, an essential, eventual outcome. One of my biggest takeaways from this process was the value of communication. This student had harbored some grievances with the class, course content, and teacher interactions that had not been shared with the teacher in a timely manner, or at all. I strongly encourage this student to try to be more proactive in terms of sharing their learning needs and ideal outcomes with the teacher in advance of the class whenever possible. As we know, most teachers are happy and willing to make accommodations and adjustments when they receive the needed information sufficiently in advance. If you're reading this or listening to this as an educator who has experienced something similar, I welcome your feedback, suggestions, and critique. My name is Tim Cavey, and I'm proud to contribute to the education conversation through the Teachers on Fire podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please tag me with your feedback at Teachers on Fire on your favorite social media platform. Thanks again for listening to this Spark episode. In these challenging times, take care, share an encouraging message to lift up a colleague, and keep that fire for learning burning bright.